Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Racing Update. I'm your host, Lewis, and joining me once again is Bryce Parker. How's the week been for you, Bryce? Good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me as usual. I'm looking forward to, again, a stacked weekend and plenty of group ones, so a lot of, lot of racing to cover. Let's get, uh, let's get stuck into it. Um, big week ahead of us with the Group 1 Australian Guineas meeting in Melbourne and the Group 1 Very Elegant meeting in Sydney. thought we could start in Sydney, um, racing at Ramwick, um, and you like one in race five, benchmark 88 over the 2000. Yeah, he's very hard to catch. I'm, I've been with him a few times, but if you go watch the last start run at Louisville, I know uh, he's not really the punter's pal, but his run was enormous, mate, and I know Redstone well. The stable mentioned he's only going to be better, so the favourite's hard to beat here from a good draw. But I don't really mind Louisville from 14. His run was massive. He was weaving through gaps um, up on the rail, was zigzagging, and ended up just hitting the line with a head full of steam, and, and I'm confident he would have beaten the favourite. So barrier 14, I'm happy with him, Britain Cold. 2,000 metres looks to suit, and... He's very hard to catch, but I, I just think he can beat the favourite and he's a much better price. And the only one I'll mention, mate, is Etna Rosso. I know it um, was $101 last start, but it was only two lengths off the favourite and it found the line well. If you look at the weights here, it gets uh, two and a half kilos off the fave and it actually has form over the 2,800, 2,600 over in Ireland. So if anything's going to be running out the 2,000, that's one that will improve from the Waller yard. So keep an eye on the market with that one. It's $15, but I wouldn't be shocked if he just ran right over these as well. Race seven is the feature, or one of the features, the very elegant stakes, group one. Uh, Fangirl stifles betting here. Um, I know it's not a betting race for you, but um, did you have any thoughts? If the rain stays away, Fangirl should be winning by two to three lengths. I just can't see anything getting even near her. If it does rain, then yeah, her chances are dampened. And I feel like the market will, will take a chance on her if the track's quite wet. I mean, no placings from five goes on the heavy. The soft seems okay, but but she's dynamic on the good good tracks. And uh, J-Max five out of six. I don't. I think she could be drawn barrier 20 and still win this. What do you think, mate? I tend to, tend to agree. I think, um, I think she's probably the best horse in the country, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you go back and look at her runs at the end of last prep, um, her run in the Cox Plate arguably should have won. Um, and that, that race where she beat Mr. Brightside up in Sydney was just dynamic. Um, yeah, it's only the uh, only the weather can beat her, I'd say. Um, race eight is the surround stakes. Um, one I wanted to spec here was uh, the 10 roll on high. Um, resumes in its second prep. Um, Peter Moody trained. Uh, two very impressive wins at the end of last prep, especially the last one at Flemington. Um, forms worked out really well from that, and the margins were really, really good there. Um, might be looking for further than 1,400 this prep, but if it gets the right, right race shape, it wouldn't surprise me if it ran home over the top of them here. Um, I think learning to fly is a deserved favourite, but at 15 bucks, rolling high, as I say, if they, they hike along and um, she can get into the race, it wouldn't be wouldn't shock if um yeah she's finishing over the top but um i think she's definitely one to keep an eye on for the autumn as well 
did you have any thoughts in the surround? The yeah, roll on high at the race you mentioned, um, the thirteenth of the ninth, Sandowns worked out super. Uh, the format of that I've been following for a while. You spot on Grinzing, a bell returned really good fashion the other week. Uh, no Wolfie came out of that race, who's uh, quite a, a good runner. There's been a fair few very smart horses out of that that Sandown uh, race in particular. So I, I see where you're going with that as well, mate. And uh, if they do go along, I'll sort, certainly be running on. Egan's two out of two aboard. So, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I see what you're going there as well, as you mentioned, with learning to fly ticks all the boxes. But there's there's not a whole lot between these, is there? Because you've got learning to fly Kamachi and uh, Tiz Invincible, who have all pretty much been versing each other for the last year or so. So um, Tiz Invincible is the one that's going to improve with the run under the belt. And out of that race as well, mate, was uh, I think it was Shiva as well. Um, and there was... Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, subsequent winners from this one. Might even be Baselina as well, who's been in some stakes races, if I'm not wrong there. So yeah, it is. So that 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 whole form race has been enormous. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a pretty good bet, mate. See what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And I think this is this will prove a pretty good form race as we go forward in the in the autumn as well. I mean, um, Tropical Squall's a nice horse resuming, and um, you've got the um, the Oaks winner there as well, Zardozi. Zardozi. Um, she's she's 23 bucks on Saturday and obviously needs further, but she's a really, really nice horse as well. Yeah. So, yeah, good form race. Um, one to follow for sure. Let's um, finish off in Sydney with race 10. It's uh, the 1,300-metre Liverpool City Cup. And do you like one here? Yeah, it's a hard race. I just thought to maybe over the odds. Uh, Pearson or Pearson, I've been able to win couple of times on at pretty handy odds and he'll be up on the speed so if there's any on pace bias uh, I think he'll be a good chance here beat Williamsburg who's yeah it can be hard to catch but mate if you go back end of last year he did run half a length off Grabini and I just think that form's pretty good for this Fury is out in a few of these uh Kovalik has got talent but getting a bit hard to catch and then win chat and cold crush and might just bowl along and, and do each other out up on speed that's the only thing the other one is Golden Mile. We know, we know that uh, its best is really good. I, I remember when it got smacked up on the rail last year and it just had absolutely no luck. But go back last prep, it beat the inevitable. Was, wasn't was far from Redina, who was absolutely airborne then. And then uh, had a couple races. It might have been the Fangirl race where it got hit on the rail or a different one, but um, got taken out. So uh, it, I think it's, I think it's, oh, sorry, it was the IMB race. So I think it's right in the mix here. Um, I mean, it was only four lengths off Animo as well at the start of last year so and one length off Victoria. So the best golden mile would be very, very close to taking this out and Tom Mark one rides, which is interesting. So I'm just watching the market with this one, mate. Those two, though, um, Pearson 34 into 15s, golden mile 19 into 12. So a few interesting moves. Makes sense. Uh, let's head on down to Flemington, where, as we mentioned, um, the features, the group one, Australian guineas. Um, I've got some thoughts here before I share mine. Did you have any thoughts in this race? I'm going to steer clear of this one. I just think that the three in the market are, are very hard to split, but I'm interested to hear what you reckon. Yeah, so um, first, I think it looks good speed here. Um, and I mean, I, I definitely think that Riff Rocket is the starting point, the favourite. Um, everything looks pretty good for it. Um, Really, really dynamic win first up. 
a resistance short of its best. You know, it's coming, was resuming off a win in the derby. Um, barrier nine here, maps to get, you know, sort of back midfield and get on the back of something and uh, be given its chance to zoom down the middle. Um, Waller seems to be absolutely airborne, fitter, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely think it deserves to be favourite and we'll be backing it. Um, the one I thought at odds that you could certainly have in your quaddies and I'll be playing it one by three is Verdad. Um, I really like the run first up. Um, it sort of settled a little bit further back than it normally does and hit the line pretty well in the same race as, as Riff Rocket, which I think is the, the key lead in race for this. I um, think it can be potentially further forward um, on Saturday and um, horses that settle up near the speed and towards the rail in this race tend to have a pretty good record. Um, it's a horse that can absorb pressure and, and kick. So, you know, Riff Rocket and some and King Colorado, a few horses like that will be coming out at late, but it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it offered a, um, a good kick and looked the winner at some stage. And I think it's about 20 bucks at the moment. Um, so I think you could definitely do worse and have something on it. Um, but Riff Rocket, the one to beat. Uh, for sure, for me in that race. Um, race 10 rounds out the day. Uh, it's a 1,400-metre benchmark 84. I like one here. You like one here. I wonder if it's the same one. How about you go first? Uh, it's, I've landed on Lounge Bar Ruby. A uh, little bit interesting with the map, but I tipped uh, Gold Revolver midweek, which resumed, and it was 25s into $8. And the stable, the Waterhouse Bolt stable, do get them ready first up. But I just think that form's right, because Gold Revolver was very smart. Jenny Lala was beaten by Gold Revolver, and Jenny Lala returned, was excellent upon resuming. And I, I just think that BM84 form is going to be right for this. A few of these are just getting in the hard-to-catch category. Here's our Bonneval. I was... Uh, comes out of the same race. I was all over it when it was first on Australian shores, but it, it just doesn't know how to win, is, is the knock. And I do concede it's a class runner. Aaron Bay, if it's on speed, um, can give a good sight. But, uh, mate, I just think Lounge by Ruby around the eights looks a pretty good bet. Who do you like? Makes sense, mate. It's a fair enough case for sure. Um, I was with Frigid here. Um, I really liked what it did last prep for Johnny Leake Jr., um, resumes here. It's had three jump outs at Pakenham and D Lane. So it looks like a bit of uh, bit of intent here first up, I think. Um, love backing horses that go forward over the 1400 at Flemington. I've probably mentioned that on here before. Um, just think it's going to be up there. The jockey change is big. You know, it's, it's Tatum ball to, to D Lane. Um, and I think uh, she can give a pretty good sight there in the last Let's uh, finish off with a couple out wide, starting with Newcastle, race seven, class one. I like one when you find one, I like when you find one out wide, mate. Um, what have you found for us at Newcastle? Yeah, I find usually if you can hone in something in the country, they, they don't miss them and that prices go super quick. So maybe uh, jump on now. Uh, it's, one yesterday I was keen on in the country. I think it was three dollars they opened and jumped at dollar sixty. They just don't miss them out there. But Capital Heart, it is favourite, but it and it was uh, second last start. But this this just has formed much better than this bunch. I've I've been following this for a while. 
you go back and look on its runs, most of it's been sort of around that midweek grade. It's been around some okay types, uh, second to Soldier of Rome, second to Introducing, and, sec- and third to Libertad in its first prep. So that was probably its peak. It got to open company. It was running really well. Then it knocked off the maiden as a dollar thirty, and look, it's never been far away, mate. It hasn't has missed the placings once when it was caught wide behind very smart chili filly. So yeah, down to fifty seven point five, barrier five, and a roper. I'm a big fan of. I, it's hard to see it losing this race, to be honest with you. Um, there's not many dangers in this. Everything's pretty much coming up from maiden grade, and Capital Hearts got the um, got the midweek in open form. So I think that'll win, mate. It's a really good multi banker. Very good. Runs on the board. I like it. Um, I just thought we could finish off with a little futures bet. Um, I was just having a scroll through markets earlier um, and was surprised to see Gold Trips eight bucks in the Australian Cup. Um, I thought it was a great run against the Bias last week. We know the quality of horse that it is. Um, Melbourne Cup winner. Um, uh, you know, it's run well in Cox Plates and other big races. I thought last week was just the perfect tune-up against the bias. Um, obviously, it was a big winner, um, the track and trip in the Turnbull in the um, in the spring. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it would be closer to sort of a $5 chance, and uh, $8 was a bit of value there. So um, one to keep an eye on, and maybe if you like playing futures, multis or whatnot, um, you could stick it in something. Anyway, I think that covers everything for now. Make sure you check out the sports Uh, update show and follow us on our social media channels the details will be in the show notes uh good luck for the weekend bryce and to everyone at home thanks very much mate cheers when the photo finished between second and third